welcome to Hopefully Don't Break Up. I'm Julia Rossi. And I am Will Miles. And sitting in our new Los Angeles apartment, yes. because part of why we've kind of been in a little bit of a hiatus is because we moved cross-country unexpectedly, Yes. is Katie Thomas and John Sexton. Thank you so much for being here. Hi. Thanks Hi. for having us. Yeah, you're yeah. our first yeah. apartment guest. Oh my God, this is very exciting. It, it's a it's great quite apartment. an honor. Quite yeah. an honor. We're honored to have you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank You're, you for being a part first, of our legacy. First time anyone's ever said that to me. <laughs> yeah, we we used to do the podcast every week. Yeah. When we first started, and then we both kind of got busy, and then I think it's been like a month since we put out an episode. So I if anyone's so. listening, who cares? Sorry, but also that's life. We can just be the re warm up episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> rejuvenated. Yeah. It's like crash. we're born yeah. again. I don't know what I'm saying. Never mind. Born again what now? No, keep going with this riff. I don't like this this joke anymore. (laughs) I give up. Um, So we met you two at a party. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, was it your your birthday party? It was my birthday party. It was my birthday party. Happy belated. Yeah. We were invited by our friend Jamie Lee. I'm going to give Jamie Lee a shout out because she is one of our biggest fans of this podcast. Go buy her book, Ridiculous. Yes, and yes. watch her in Crashing. Yes. And uh, she should get an Emmy. Let's hashtag that. For your consideration, yes. everyone. Jamie Lee. She's the, Uncrashing. She's the greatest. Um, she introduced us, and I think five minutes into our conversation, I was like, you should do our podcast, which is like my <laughs> opening line to every new couples that I want to be friends with. That's, I have mad respect for that because I often don't ask for what I want but I am the type of person who immediately is like those two people look nice let's be friends with them we're a couple we need another couple friends like, it's a good hook it, it plays into people's desire to feel like they're doing something important and right yeah. well but then I also don't want people to feel like we can only hang out on air because then there's sometimes couples that are like yeah we don't want to be on the podcast I'm like too bad like no yeah, but never I, see you then I yeah. can't hang out without a microphone I've done it for much of my life yes so, so if it's we a good go- safety net though for a first time right yeah. Yeah. yes so if we all go to like get Thai food at some point we'll all just carry these mics yeah. to the restaurant yeah. I think oh God, every restaurant pretty much knows that now yeah, right? yeah you wouldn't even here. recognize me unless I have a microphone in front of my face like, is that Julia um, um, so you two, what is, who are you? Who are we? How did you meet? How do we meet? Um, we met in Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Will is familiar with that place. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. He doesn't yeah. talk about it ever. Well. Surprised I'm not wearing a Chicago shirt right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we met in Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. We've been together for five and a half years. Okay. Um, and how'd you meet? Uh, well, we actually met through OkCupid. Okay nice. nice. Shout out to OkCupid. Okay yeah. It works. Yeah. It works. And we're not the only couple I know who have met that way and gotten married and mm-hmm. okay. turned out okay. happily ever after. Yeah. So, yeah, right. John, so. Um, John had just recently moved to Chicago. So this was like 2012. <clears throat> from. Okay. Uh, I had moved there from Atlanta. Okay. And uh, it, it was very soon after I moved to Chicago that I met Katie, actually. It was, it was within about five weeks or so of moving to Chicago we met so yeah he moved to Chicago and just was like okay I gotta make my life let me find my wife and we're good yeah right away yeah and Um, I was like first person to respond to me on OkCupid is getting it (laughs) and that was her had you had a lot of dates on OkCupid before um I so we met in like September and I joined I think around Christmas so um I'd had a handful and I did end up dating someone for about four months that I met on OkCupid um, and after that, I went on a few dates and was ready to 
to take a break from it. Yeah. Um, I had originally gotten on OkCupid to stop dating comedians <laughs> and improvisers because yeah, I was an yeah. improviser and I just was yeah. really locked into that world and I was, um, I just felt like I needed to broaden my horizons. The Chicago um, scene is also quite incestuous. It is. <laughs> and I was also kind, like the improv fire was dying a little for me so I was like, I don't want to really hang out at improv theaters all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I joined and then I got kind of tired of uh, the weirdos on OkCupid and then right before I was about to, you know, turn off my account, John reached out to me, yeah. um, who, who was an improviser. <laughs> you are an improviser. Well, I was, actually. Yeah. So I, I've been doing it for a, a long time. I got started in college in, uh, you know, 2000 and had been doing it basically uh very consistently ever since uh, until the time I moved to Chicago and that was actually the main reason that I moved there because I had been um, moving around to different cities Mm -hmm. like a lot throughout kind of the south and southeast like uh, Memphis, Nashville, Atlanta those kinds of places and um, Where are you from originally? uh, I grew up in southern Illinois in like Carbondale area so Yeah, Yeah. SIU SIU. My dad teaches uh, (laughs) teaches at SIU Go Salukis Yeah Um, Yeah, I am so not involved in this conversation (laughs) Yeah (laughs) And uh, so, so I kind of wanted to, you know, do the Chicago improv thing for a while um, and uh, had an opportunity uh, to go there. And so I, that, that's why I did. But soon after I moved there, I met Katie and I was working for myself at the time. I still am. And I, I ended up getting a big client contract like immediately after what moving to Chicago. Um, web designer and developer, okay. nice. um, do consulting work and things like that. So I got a, a very big project that took up a lot of my time. I just met Katie. And I, I was going through the program at I.O. and it was okay, but it, it ended up being not really, you know, what I wanted to focus on. Because mm-hmm. at, at this time I was like 30 and a lot of my classmates and other people in the program were in early 20s and they wanted to be, you know, at the bar all night and I wanted to be doing other things instead. So it, I came to Chicago specifically to pursue improv and within a few months of moving there was like, well... I guess I just don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, had I... Had I held on to that, I, I used my improv skills to change uh, what was important to me. And uh, <laughs> you said yes, you yes, and life. Yes. Uh, which was hand, handing me some good career stuff and some good life stuff. So actually, shortly after I met Katie, I ended up stopping improv and mm-hmm. haven't really done it, um, you know, since the end of 2012 still are wearing so. the hoodie so you still uh, have a yeah, little bit of improv yeah. point and, uh, in the hoodie yeah. New Balance New Balance yeah. kind of yeah. is yeah. an improviser yeah. just to be to be fair though this outfit is also the web developer outfit that's true it's also every man between 20 uh-huh. and 45 uh-huh. yeah. 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 yeah I like your outfit that yeah. wasn't a jab yeah. I will say these clothes are mostly clean too so that's, that's great oh, that's yeah. the yeah. difference right there that's how you can tell web design from hold on a second and do you have a bed frame yes we do wow okay so you have moved ahead in the uh-huh. improv yes. world. Yeah, we have. I've left it, I've left it behind. Um, I, when, when we met, though, like, I, he had, like, a pretty nice apartment in Chicago. Like, you could see the lake. Oh, he was on yeah. Lakeshore. And, I mean, I was just a broke-ass improviser at the time, and I was piecemealing my, my income together, and I remember walking to his, into his place, like, this is an adult. Oh, yeah. my God. And he did have a bed frame there. Wow. I, did. Uh, we, I had actually just gotten it shipped from my family's house because I initially left it behind. Um, 
but then I got it just in time to nice impress me to impress. And that's yeah. the story of the the, the headboard. Nice. Yeah. 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 As soon as she saw that, it was it was done deal. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. your uh, relationship? You don't have to get like too detailed mm-hmm. if you don't want to. But yeah. like, had you had serious relationships before this? Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we were both kind of serial monogamists mm-hmm. yeah. before each other. Um, I, I became less so uh, when I got to Chicago, but I had a few longer-term relationships. Mm-hmm. Nothing over a year in Chicago. Yeah, it's very hard out there. I will say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you really think the city? Well, in comedy, probably right. Comedy in Chicago is hard, yeah. at least. I think in the city in general. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Well, I also think you're. An exception at times. I was a whore. Yeah, <laughs> I figured that about I, I know you. Yeah. Every, yeah. I apologize to anyone who's heard this so many times in the podcast, but I'm Will's first girlfriend. Yes. Aww. Ever. Aww. First love, yeah. You were just a big whore before that. <laughs> a big whore. I had a high school girlfriend that, uh, but I had yeah. to think about it for a second to remember that I had a high school yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Told you. Well, well, I think <laughs> it, it, maybe it's more accurate to say it's very easy to not do long-term yes. in the Chicago comedy community. I think it's tricky with a career choice that, unless the person you're dating really understands your behavior and lifestyle, totally. it can be tricky. Um, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah when, I, when I did improv, like, I mean, I basically only dated improvisers. Yeah. Um, one guy was like, worked at Second City but wasn't an improviser so he yeah. got you know and it's like when you're living that lifestyle I think mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's like a non-improviser doesn't want to sit at Aya's bar for for four hours yeah. while you finish yeah. you know your your four hour improv show or whatever <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, some of those are soon. long yeah. Yeah. they so, all feel that way yeah, yeah. 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 but it was great because it was funny because I mean like he, he moved to Chicago like he said to do improv and, and basically didn't I mean he went through I.O. Um, and he defined himself so much by his his you know involvement in the comedy community and then barely did it when we met so it was, that's still it was, one of those things that's like for me. he thinks it's, it's weird that I don't kind of know him as yeah, an improv that, comedy guy it was very much my identity because I wasn't just a performer um, in the cities that I had lived before there was often kind of small to medium sized improv scenes and so I had actually started companies like started improv businesses that would do shows and corporate training and classes oh, and wow. so I was very involved in like creating and growing scenes not just performing although I like to do that too and so part of the reason I wanted to go to Chicago was like I'm tired of doing that I'm tired of having to be the one to make sure that improv exists in a place and also try to have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. I just want to go and have fun because there's already plenty of improv in Chicago. And it turns out that I, I actually liked it less. Like oh, I, wow. I, I yeah. liked, I liked having something to do with making it happen there. And when I got to Chicago and felt like I was one in a, a sea of thousands, you know, and the previous experience doesn't count for much when you mm-hmm. get there. So I felt like it was kind of back to square one. And I was like, wait a minute, maybe there's something more to the entrepreneurship and business side of what I was doing that I actually liked. And that's actually the thing I have continued yeah. is the, the entrepreneurship and business and stuff. So it was funny um, to me anyway, like how those two things were intertwined and then I kind of separated them and kept pursuing the part that I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So, but to bring it back to Katie and I, like, the, like I did reach out to her on OkCupid and part of it was because of our improv 
connection mm-hmm. because I, I moved to Chicago for improv. I was like, oh, well, I'll see who's who's on here that, for improv. Like, which is who, what, I, which, what <coughs> I searched as soon yeah. as I joined OkCupid. Okay, I had never online dated before, and I was so embarrassed about it and uncomfortable yeah. with it that I'm like, who else is on here? Who does improv? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Like, just like, that's what I'm going to be doing. I yeah. need someone that understands mm-hmm. it, like you mm-hmm. said. Like, it's not... If you don't get it, it can be hard to be around. Yeah, it can also be a huge turnoff if you're oh, not God. in yeah. that world. You're going to be like, wait, excuse yeah. me, what are you doing tonight yeah. for four hours? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, so I was like, let me start there. And I actually recognized Katie. So it, it wasn't a total in the dark kind of thing. Um, I knew of Katie because of her group, the Katie Dids. And I'd uh, seen them perform a couple times in the past at like festivals and things. And, uh, and we later learned that we had actually even yeah. performed at the same festival about three or four years earlier, oh, wow. but just on different nights and never actually crossed paths. So I felt like I had a little bit of an in to be like, oh, hey, you know, I've, I see you're on here. Like, I think I, you said something like, Oh, I've seen you perform. I'm not hitting on you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, on okay, you, but isn't yeah. that the point of okay, you, <laughs> to hit on people? Um, <laughs> what a diss to start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to come on too no, strong. I know. But I was he, was, like, he was trying to be. Yeah. Trying like, to kind of like maybe I'll meet someone in the community. Yeah, and, and I kind of looked at it like that too, because like I said, I, I joined to get away from improvisers, yeah. but then I was getting tired of okay, Cupid, so it was like you know, setting myself up for an improviser on OkCupid. So I was like, oh, this is not going to be a thing. But I I went into it like, oh, he seems like, you know, uh, he's new to Chicago. And I know when I was new to Chicago, I liked it when people told me, like, who to take classes with or, like, what are the cool spaces to perform in. Where did you move there from? um, I'm from the Detroit suburbs originally. Nice. Yeah, so... um, so yeah, so I was I had been there. I, I lived there altogether six and a half years. So I'd been there for a little while, and I was like, oh well, you know, it'll be really nice of me to like give him some tips. And then <laughs> we went on a date, and I really liked him on the first date. What'd you do for your first date? Um, well, we yeah. did. Uh, we went to dinner and had some drinks. It was pretty straightforward first date. Yeah. Um, we went to a place called Mista on Broadway in mm-hmm. Chicago. Lake we View. had um, in Lakeview. We had. Uh, they had like little flatbread pizza type things there, so we shared mm-hmm. one of those and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, get that prosciutto and arugula pizza if you're ever in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. it's real good. Okay. Um, so we we had that, and then we went over to a place called Wild, which is an Oscar Wilde themed <laughs> bar. Oh, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Which it's not as obnoxious as that makes it sound, um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's just kind of like a cool um, neighborhood bar that has kind of like a book and library theme to it so we went there and had some drinks and Mm -hmm. just talked for ended up being a few hours Mm -hmm. all in all so yeah yeah i was like okay i'll go on a second date with this guy um it was very much just kind of like feeling things out at that point because she was the first person i wasn't kidding she was the first person that i um, really? That you matched with, with on OkCupid? Yeah. Oh, that's on OkCupid awesome. ever? Yeah, Never. I used it before. Like, I, like I, I just signed up, typed in improv. I was like, oh, I recognize her. I'll send <laughs> yeah. her a message. And so we, we had a And now message. we're married. Yeah. I was literally the first. <laughs> yeah, it was like... He was like, this'll do. I'll take this. The, it's so funny because you wonder... one in a million, like, her. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. I yeah. wonder yeah. if OkCupid okay, would approve or disapprove because you didn't get to use their services very long but it was successful well he actually he went on another date with another girl the day after he went on our first date she she was the first person I reached out to but I did reach out to several people I know I know (laughs) I'm so mad about it you know it's kind of a numbers thing so uh, and I was also just getting started on there so I had no idea like what was gonna work or what to expect did you do a keep it 
I uh, I did do okay Cupid a little bit. I I liked the questions on there, so that was why that was the one that I really uh-huh. enjoyed the most. Yeah. But that was uh, I didn't. I think I matched with one person, but I'm always scared of meeting people. It's <laughs> like, weird. Yeah. Those. Yeah. I don't know. And like, a lot of times it's weird and awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't see anyone I knew, like or have, could recognize. Mm-hmm. That would like your situation. I would have been able to be like, okay, if I can recognize you from right. somewhere else that yeah, I maybe run into you, that's different. It made it a little easier to reach out because yeah. I was yeah. like, this isn't just like a stock photo that some creep like cut, you know, cut and pasted. I was like, I know that's an actual person. I've yes. seen her before. Um, yeah. So it's probably safe. Well, like I, I did. So before I started dating Will. I was single for about a year. I'd only had like mm-hmm. back-to-back serious relationships before Will. And I joined Tinder and and deleted Tinder maybe seven times because every time <laughs> I would start having conversations and again like so sometimes I would swipe across someone I knew like one was a comedy club owner and I was like dear god oh, no, yeah, that no, is no, strange. no and then of course he messaged me on Facebook and was like sorry you want like oh, he wasn't no. being gross he was just you know whatever sure. I, I have no idea but <laughs> but then I, there was this one guy who you know usually the conversations on Tinder at least for me would just be like hey hey and then I would usually delete my profile because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get yeah. so nervous and yeah. I also didn't even want to date like I was really just looking to you know get my numbers up and um uh, that's pretty easy to do in comedy you know uh, yeah yeah so um, <laughs> you don't need tinder for that. yeah no, no, I, didn't, I didn't need to i was like stage. tinder's yeah. literally uh at my show tonight you're like yeah. here's a bunch of dudes who yeah. weren't popular in high school <laughs> yes. but then found out they were funny <laughs> yeah and yeah. now they can like yeah and then i was a woman that was like i'm not looking for a boyfriend and they're like and, great okay, cool. yeah this is the best um, yeah. it was literally perfect <laughs> yeah right yeah but, an actual but, dream yeah but, <laughs> this one guy, I remember, like, I think I let the conversation go, like, six lines in. And mm-hmm. he was like, like, what are you, you know, like, what are you, what kind of food do you, like, you know, like, it started going there. And then when he was like, so we should meet up sometime. I, that was the last Freaked one I was ever on Tinder. Yeah. I was like, how dare he ask me if I want to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole point. But I just remember being like, I don't know what his voice sounds like. Yeah. I'm going based off a photo. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not against it at all. I think, obviously, yeah. you know, present company yeah. there's well, great okay, experiences it's different because we did like a little research on the last show i worked on and uh like okay cupid is the the middle of the uh of the app like hookup things because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. tinder is straight yeah. up hookups right yeah matches marriage right mm-hmm. but we did okay just cupid meet a couple... is feeling it out yeah yeah but we just met a couple who was it there's a couple that we met that got they got married off tinder Oh, oh, that's right. That yeah. Can happen. yeah, it can happen, but it's more rare. Yeah. Tinder, I don't think Tinder existed when we met. I think, or it was it very came out new right after we met. Like yeah. if, within six months or so, yeah. I started oh, okay. hearing about it. So we just, I just missed the Tinder. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have been my style, though. I, yeah. I don't no, think I, because I'd be like, you know, I want to have genuine conversations with people and like, you know, get to know them for real. And I, I, I don't know that Tinder's for me. Yeah. As far as being a comedian, not that I'm like mega famous or whatever but I just felt weird because 
you know, I've done things and then I, I felt weird if, if somebody, cause I've had people not on Tinder, just the internet in general, sure. be very forward, sure. uh, I think yeah. in a flirtatious way. Um, and that uh-huh. weirds me out at times. And so to add this extra layer of it, because at least, at least when people have reached out, I mean, it's pretty clear I'm in a relationship cause I have a podcast where I'm like, isn't that why we're not talking to me? Um, but, but if they but, don't know us, yeah. yeah but, but at least on those other situations I could avoid like but when it's like I'm on an app where I'm looking yeah and then it's if like you n- say no yeah they're like well I'll just come to your show you know like right. yeah, yeah I don't know yeah, yeah. You, they won't take no for an answer mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it, it, it definitely has creepy factors I, I had a guy on OkCupid who was homeless who reached out to me wow uh, but you had to read his like weird thesis of a profile it was it was very long very long wow. and he read it and, and, I, and I did because his message to me was very odd it was something about how he is in grad school and how when he was an undergrad, when he had a girlfriend, he did better in his grades. So he was really looking for someone to snuggle with. And he had seen in my profile that I had said I like to snuggle. And I was like, this guy's a fucking weirdo. I gotta look look deeper. And so I went through and, and he at one point said, I usually sleep in my car or at a friend's. And then kept going and go, well, you might have figured out from that last post. I don't. I don't have a place. So I was wow. like, this guy's not, this guy's looking to just li- like live in a place with somebody. I like, mean, snuggle I hate to be judgmental. Snuggle. But I feel like you should yeah. be spending your time on like uh, monster.com. Sure. Find a place. Rather than OkCupid. Yeah. Yeah. Grad school makes to... it hard though. Yeah. What? Grad school makes it hard. Yeah. Oh, he was in grad school. You yeah, said, yeah. oh, you Shit. know, you know, John. Yeah. So I did. I John did, did grad, grad school, school too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. But he was not homeless. I wasn't homeless. But yeah, you uh, have a great view. They make you feel like it. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> Wait, so you should get like a job with you when you're in grad school, right? Emotionally and salary-wise, you certainly feel homeless when wow. you're in grad school. So yeah. what date, uh, or do mm-hmm. either of you remember, like, the moment where you were like, oh, mm-hmm. this is, I want to be with this person? Yeah, I mean, this is going to sound really obnoxious, but our second date. Oh, no, that's great. Um, I feel like I, I spent so many long-term relationships thinking like oh I guess like after a certain amount of time you just figure it out and you're like yeah this is a person I'd want to marry or be with forever yeah. and um, our first date was good and our second date was amazing it was like a Sunday we rode bikes to the lakeshore uh, rode Montrose bikes Harbor. Montrose Harbor yeah. in Chicago and like rode bikes picked up these um, like banh mi sandwiches mm-hmm. and had a little picnic on the lake um, and it was lovely and then it was one of those days that just started to go longer and longer and longer and we we took a walk and mm-hmm. uh, and then we rode our bikes all the way down to Navy Pier and then rode our bikes our bikes back up to Lakeview and and then we're like let's also have dinner and had sushi mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it was yeah. one of those so days yeah. that just we went just on. wanted we to keep wanna... spending time yeah. together and that's then, awesome yeah, you had a rehearsal I, I, I had think. an improv rehearsal <laughs> um, <laughs> gotta gotta focus on that Harold yeah because yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like well this seems good but. You know, what is your third beat like? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to end the podcast. No, yeah, just yeah, kidding. No. Yeah. 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 Um, no, but it, it was truly yeah. like, it really was like a great day. And I, I think we both had moments during that day where we were like, okay, something special's going on here. Yeah. And I remember during that picnic when we were eating by the lake, 
we were talking about something. I don't know what it was, but we were we were joking around, and there was just something you said or the way you said it that I had this thought that I was like, she's wife material. Nice. Oh, wow. And what is wife material to you? I just felt like we connected in a certain way. You know, like it, it, it just felt like we were coming from the same place in terms of values and what we thought was funny and just the way we interacted, a certain kind of give and take. Like I felt like it was very natural. And so... Um, I, you know, I don't remember exactly what it was that we were talking about, but it was just kind of a feeling that I was like, we're very compatible, Mm -hmm. um, was the, was the feeling I had. And I, I don't have that feeling, you know, Mm -hmm. ever before. So very, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so it was something that, that really struck me and, uh, yeah. Isn't it, well, I mean, I know humor is probably maybe a little bit more important to us than other people, but I, I think most people... I mean, everyone's funny. You know right. what I mean? Like, everyone is yeah. funny to someone, right? right? Everyone has a sense of humor. That's why whenever people say to me as a comedian, like, you must be hilarious. I'm like, I'm a good talker. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it I'm clever. who you are. I like and, and like, But yeah. everyone's funny. Anyways. Right. Uh, but I am, you know, extra funny. But um, I... Uh, <laughs> I believe you. I can't even, like... I I was with someone for a pretty good amount of time who it was really odd because we would have a re, like we would really connect on certain parts of our humor and those were the moments where I was like yes but then there were other things where it was like a dirty look where it was like I don't get it like Ooh. almost oh, like wow. judgmental yeah. no. and not, that it, but but in my yeah. head at the time it was the, it was right before Will I was like these are the the compromises you you know whereas like with will i mean there are times where i i I can't believe that we were raised but because i don't know there's certain things that i think are funny that i the only other person that really thinks is funny is my sister because it's something probably about the way we were raised and the Mm -hmm. tv we watched Mm -hmm. forever Mm -hmm. and then when will is in on the joke it's just like it makes my head explode because I'm like it. you're like a black dude from Chicago who's raised completely different like, yeah, what I mean? like yeah. how do you even have that same yeah. reference point yeah. and yeah. that makes any other bullshit fine yeah. like I'm like yeah, okay fine you, you never pick up the change that falls out of your pockets but never. like you fucking get my, my reference <laughs> to oh my god I do I am gonna my talk about so we just so we just moved right, as I said right. and Will had to stay for a job and so I went back and packed up our stuff and I will keep making fun of this so it you know that's that's <laughs> that's a you know that's being a couple one sometimes you have to do different sure. things but I had to go back and pack up our stuff and the amount of change yeah. that yeah. I found. I, I, I just kept putting it in a bag and then I put it in my carry-on and I got stopped and checked because they're like, there's something in here that keeps going off and it was just a plastic bag full of coins. That's amazing. Were like, yeah. It was really bizarre that place in the bag. So I can't wait to count it, but I'm, I'm like, That's whatever why it you is, keep it's change, mine. Though. You're mm-hmm. going to pay rent next Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It no, you got to keep change. It was in drawers. I know. No. I know where it was. It was no. It was <laughs> on the floor. It was behind furniture. It was in like the bathroom, like behind the toilet. I mean, it's it's, well, that's, that's, it's like you know shit change. <laughs> and then it was just like bags, and he just had like shopping bags yeah. in his closet. I was like, "What do you need me to pack?" He's like, "Everything." And I'm like, "Even this plastic bag that has a bunch of dimes, and a receipts. few pennies, <laughs> receipts from 2005 yeah. for like oh, a no. soda." You never know. Yeah, it sounds like a diversified 
portfolio to me. You never know when you're going to get audited, yeah. right? Yeah. Shout out yeah. the yeah. IRS. I, say, yeah. I was, I, we're, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, you had kind of no choice, but for me to do this, but there's no way in hell that I would have, no offense, trusted him or anyone to pack my stuff for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. And also that's a great opportunity to like, just throw shit out. I threw so Absolutely. much of his stuff yeah. away. You look away you, good for you. Yeah. You Wait, know, what? like tags yeah. off of pants that you bought five years ago. Damn it. I'm never going to return those now. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> or like credit card offer statements that were like to oh, yeah. current resident, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, current yeah. resident. Yeah, it's current resident. But it, it was a credit card that said current resident. Somebody's going to steal you. my credit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was one of the things moving to LA that was weird is, is that and also realizing you can't really like talk about celebrities in public either. You have to get people are like, shh, girl. They could be anywhere. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like, you never know who's their well, agent. You know what I do? So, I don't. It's like, oh, Brad Pitt is so. Oh, never mind. Right. Uh, yeah. So I'm in public and I'm having like coffee with a friend, and they're like, "What's new?" I mouth or whisper words, script, audition, <laughs> pilot, mm-hmm. yeah. because I don't want to be that person. Because everywhere I go, I That's overhear what it is. just someone go. And the, the okay, this is the thing that blows my mind about LA is the amount of people that have no sense of awareness yeah. where they're literally saying their entire pitch in yeah. public. Yeah. And I'm like I mean, I'm not, but like, what if it? What if I was just sitting there with a laptop, copying at all fucking ideas? Absolutely. Yeah. But the volume, they're like, "Well, I'm working on this new thing." That's yeah. Like, and I'm like, "Are they saying it loudly because I right. think someone's gonna hear them?" And you're like, not? "That sounds great. Here's a <laughs> here's a deal." Like, Hi, I'm John Paramount. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably it's probably more the latter that they're trying to broadcast it in yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I'm way just like, can. that's some top yeah. secret shit. No, I, I know, I know. No, I think it is. I think it really is that like here's where I get noticed like Pamela Anderson in the stadium or wherever she got noticed it's like I'm at La no. Real Coffee Shop right oh my god she got didn't she get famous because she was like on a jumbo cam yeah, at a sports at a, event at a Lakers game I yeah, believe yeah they were yeah. like you're hot yeah she here's had... here's a deal to be hot that is that's that crazy that the very old school way of doing it, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, it was like 94 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that was the, so. the original YouTube was right, just right, looking right. Up at, at the oh that's and like, original YouTube <laughs> I think the it job is. was home improvement also yeah I think they saw her and they were like you're a great tool girl yeah but it is mind blowing when you sometimes will hear an interview with an actress and look I don't disparage anyone's journey like you know sure but it's so interesting because sometimes you'll hear like a good actress too, yeah. someone who's good who's like yeah I was discovered in the mall yeah and it's yeah. like oh so can you just discover someone and then teach them how to act or like were right. they emanating an energy was it they were manifesting it like it's just yeah. so the idea of getting like discovered it's crazy is wild but yeah. you're right it is now YouTube has replaced that because yeah the amount of people I've met, like, and again, it's totally, but I, like, I went to an event, and uh, I was talking to someone, and I was like, oh, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I, like, make videos. Mm-hmm. And I assumed at first they meant they were, like, a producer, and then I looked them up, and it was YouTube. Like, yeah. Which yeah. is, yeah. I, again, right, I'm right. not hating, right. but it, it, I couldn't believe the notoriety. Yeah. And the audience. Oh yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I have I have a girlfriend who was she's an actor and she got hired to teach, basically like up and coming YouTube stars how to act. 
because wow. people yeah. want to hire them to act in, in shows. Because of the they, numbers, right? Because they're numbers, but they don't know how to act. So here she is, this brilliant comedian friend that I know, who's yeah. really great, and she's been booking guest stars, but it's hard. LA is hard. Yeah. And she here she is teaching these like 19-year-old celebrities who have been shooting videos in their parents' basement and have billions of followers how to act because they're getting like shows and movie deals and like how sad it's a weird <laughs> time to be alive so and in the weird. business yeah. Yeah. well because I think about it like I don't know about you guys but when I was a when I was a teenager, we had a huge, heavy camcorder, mm-hmm. and my sister and I and my friends would make mm-hmm. videos all the time. Sure, yeah. And I yeah. wonder, I have I have two thoughts at times, depending on what mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm like, damn it, why couldn't I have been born 10 years later? I would have been a YouTube star. Or I'm like, thank, thank God, God. Yeah. because yeah. I put my shit on the internet, and someone oh. hated it, it would have like crushed my soul immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 You would have been because Rebecca, definitely. and it was just for fun. Rebecca yeah. Black, was that the Friday Girl? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, she was what, 14 and, and it was, was just 14. like everyone in the world was like no you're wrong yeah. you suck you're stupid I mean like, it, I, like sometimes you know like, I, I, I say a lot of times about uh, our relationship about John and I's relationship that if he had met me six months earlier he would have hated me just because it took me so, it took me until I was in my like mid or she really turned a corner yeah there. I turned a corner no I really like I had such low self esteem and I think like Up until you were about 30 you think yeah about 30 no not even like I mean I had low self-esteem but like I think I really like had a hard time figuring out who I was so I know at 14 I would have just like I would have jumped out out a window I would have been like bye (laughs) what do you think it was that changed uh like was there a huge change that happened you know I think I I I was going through kind of like um I was I was kind of sad I was like a little depressed I couldn't quite figure out what was going on and I um I'm like super pro therapy my mom's a therapist my sister's a therapist I love therapists yeah I used to want to be a therapist grew up with therapists Mm -hmm. and social workers that was like all of our family and um and so so I was in therapy and I started going like twice a week because I was just like I don't know why and I I think I worked out some things about like my life and what I wanted and what I thought I wanted versus what I actually wanted Mm. and I think I just kind of turned a big corner with that it was one of those big epiphany moments and that I mean there was way more to it than this but one of the big things was like I, I found improv when I was living in Detroit. There was a second city in Detroit for like 10 years. And yeah. Keegan Michael Key started there. Tim Robinson. Tim Robinson. Chocsie. Yeah. Chocsie. Yeah. I did them. We did some shows together, Chocsie and I. Nice. Um, so, so I think I, I, you know, I had moved to Chicago thinking like, oh, I, I'm going to get SNL. I'm going to SNL. After I do Second City Main Stage. Yeah. And, you know, and that, those things, neither of those things were in the cards <laughs> for me. Like, for various reasons. And I think I finally was able to kind of, like, let go of that, like... These are things I need or want or will make me what I think I should be, and it was again, it was that thing of like should versus the actuality of what I wanted in my life, and I think I came to a lot of um, conclusions with that, and then there was more confidence that came along with that, and so like Man. John does not like John does not like it when I'm self defeating, and I've gotten much better, but oh, I have imposter syndrome. I am like oh, imposter I am syndrome like is the yeah. worst. I, so, so many women have it, but I am like waiting for the day that someone's like you. Know, deserve a TV show. <laughs> Wait, we should explain imposter syndrome yes. for anyone listening who doesn't yes. know. It's basically, it's, it's, um, like I had to, I don't have a right to be here. Right. Kinda. It's, it's yeah. basically this constant, <laughs> constant fear that you're going to be, uh, like 
called out as being a fraud and yeah. whatever, whether it's a relationship or a job. Yeah. Gen- yeah. Tends to focus more on jobs, but it's like this feeling of, you know, I'm in a comedy group, the Katie Dids, and we, we sold a TV show called Teachers. Check, Check it, it out. It's on TV. TV. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's really Thank show. you so much. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> Jamie Lee wrote on it. Yeah. Thank you so yes. much. Um, but, I, you know, I we've been a group for almost 10 years now, and I still have those thoughts of, like, well, they're, I'm just riding their coattails. <laughs> or, like, they, I, if, uh, yeah, they don't really need me. I'm the weak link. And it's like, no, I contribute something to the group, and I bring uh, jokes and, and energy and a positive, you know, like, I bring yeah. all these things to the group, but it's this constant fear of, like, they're going to figure out that I don't belong here and I don't deserve a TV show, <laughs> you know. And, and so, anyway, like, I, I tend to go, I get really, like, mean to myself. I have a very strong strong inner critic and John does not like that <laughs> and I think I well, got I think I feel like I turned a corner with that right before we met I, yeah I mean I try to help her see more positive things yeah. about yeah. her yeah. abilities and what she can bring and how much good she creates and her yeah. contributions and things like that because it's normal like imposter syndrome is normal if anybody who's like reasonably well adjusted starts to have some success in a short period of time they're going to wonder if it's going to continue if they really yeah. deserve it like it's a normal thing and and I think almost everybody experiences that to some degree I'd be much more worried about the people who are like I deserve this I did everything to yes. earn it it is mine <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like that that's much more of a dangerous sign like every of course you're going to w- wonder and worry yeah. about that stuff but my main thing is like you can have those feelings, but don't let it stop you. Yeah. Don't let it stop yeah. you from moving forward. Don't let it stop you from, you know, doing good work. Don't let it, don't let it become a real blocker, you know, because yeah. it, it, it's kind of an emotional thing that mm-hmm. can make you feel a certain way. But if, if it starts to stop your actions, that start to stop your forward progress, then it's a serious problem. So, um, John, uh, you know, by I, the way- I try to, I try to help her. Yes. You know, see past the doubt and he's, that kind of stuff. He's good That's at great, that. You know? John, by the way, his background, and I didn't know him in this world either, which is weird because this is so much I went to find him. John's background, and I, I gotta kind of brag about this. Uh, John's a brain scientist. Oh, really? Uh, John so, has wow. his PhD Former. in brain science. Former. Wow. wow. Neuroscience, biomedical engineering, no big deal. Yeah. yeah I yeah. spent a long time in um, academia doing brain research. That's oh, awesome. Like, I you know. really want to pick your brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, because, so, God, everything you were just saying, and I think it's really important, especially two relationships, because Will has, I think we've each seen each other at our best and worst, which mm-hmm. is really... And you're still oh, together. You so, no, and, and there's still, I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. still going to happen, but like, Will saw me go through like a pretty bad, it was interesting because when we met, I was in a very confident place. Yeah. And that's also why I think I, I think that's why it magnetized right. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's attractive. You know, yeah. and, and I was that's like, oh shit, here's this fucking confident. star. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. it was really funny because that star fell really hard about a year in. Though, and I think it's really important. What I've really learned is like, okay, so when you're having imposter syndrome or you're feeling, you know, not confident or whatever, I, I know for me as somebody who's done a lot of therapy, who reads mm-hmm. a lot of self help books, mm-hmm. who's like very interested in like brain research, mm-hmm. I do Kundalini yoga, I'm yeah, interested girl. in like electromagnetic coiled energy. Yeah, like yeah. I, yeah. I'm really open to all of it, and I and I really what I like when it comes to meditation and all mm-hmm. itself is I want the science behind it. Yeah. That really yeah. matters to me because 
there's got to be a science to it. That coincidence is right. a science, right? Anyways, that all being said, I think what I used to do in the past and what changed me in a better way recently mm-hmm. is instead of being like, I feel negative, gotta fix it, gotta yeah. be positive, and like beating myself up and feeling guilty for feeling negative, I've really learned to be like, okay, today... I'm sad today. I feel mm-hmm. sad yep. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today I feel yep. like an imposter. This is not permanent. Yes. This doesn't yeah. define me. I am not... A, this doesn't mean I'm now a failure. Right. I just feel bad today. Yeah. And I, you know, and like if Will's like, what's up? I'm like, hey, today... I feel this way. Yep. I'll let you know if I need a, a pep talk. Yeah. But I think, you know what? Yeah. Just, just know this is how I'm feeling today. Rather than like either fucking falling apart and sure. catastrophizing it and being like, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, I, I, and I, John and I just made eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I tend to, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it still might happen, but I've just, I know for me personally, it's something that I've always what I've been sort of almost like uh, obsessively spreading because you know when mm-hmm. you have a realization you want like everyone, everyone to yeah. know yeah. it and then you open yeah. a Scientology center yes. um, yes. and you're like hold yes. these rods you're really yeah. asking for it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that's something so important that I didn't I didn't know I used to think there was always something wrong with me that needed to be yeah. fixed yep. and more and more maybe it's just getting older I'm like oh no I'm just a human yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I, I had the, I had a very similar realization um, you know I've kind of struggled throughout my whole life with like little bouts of anxiety all the time depression on and off and um and i think any day i felt sad i would panic because it was like oh god i'm depressed oh god yeah Yeah. exactly what you're saying and and i had a very similar realization where it's just like humans are sad sometimes and that's okay a time where i don't think that's encouraged no it's like you pop this pill and feel sad right and you're constantly looking at things online where people are showing you know the best most exciting most glamorous moments of their lives and people don't generally share the down yeah. stuff. I do. And so, yeah. you know, that's I, good, do, that's good. I think it's, that's good. I think it's healthy to share all that stuff, like yeah. the positive and the negative, but most people, you know, they only want to put out the stuff that's going to make them look the best. Right. And yes. it gets exhausting. And you know, there's studies have shown that, uh, the yeah. more time people spend on social media, the worse they feel about themselves. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This and, is why, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 because you're being exposed to this very curated view of all the other mm-hmm. people in your lives while you're sitting there, you know, maybe not feeling the best, and it's a very um, reinforcing uh, reinforces those beliefs that maybe I'm not good enough, maybe yeah. I am an imposter because you're seeing all this stuff from from other people. Well, so part of the podcast, you know, for me is like I really wanted to as far as relationships go, like I think that's something for people who are single or maybe in relationships that aren't working. I know I've had friends who are like having difficulties in their relationships and they go online they're like, yeah, but like, you know, on Valentine's Day, everyone's just like, they're so happy. And I'm like, you know, listen to the podcast. No. Everyone's fucking fucked up and flawed. Will and I have had argument, like, you know, we, just because we've got a cute image on our podcast profile, we But we also bring like arguments to the podcast too. To yeah, like, to like shit's yeah. real. Shit's <laughs> real. Shit happens. Yeah, yeah you got to talk absolutely. about it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but I do think that, sh- and it's also why I started. If I can plug uh, yeah, my live talk, talk show. show called Feelings, a talk show with Julia oh, Rossi. Like uh, the next one is March 28th in New York. It's sold out, but there might be standby tickets available, and I'll probably bring it to LA soon. But it's a show. My sister, who's my who's my who's a therapist, therapist not yeah. my therapist. She's my sidekick. That would be 
Yeah, we really not a good yeah. 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 too. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fun. It's probably daddy. Yeah, it's our dad. Oh my god, it's all daddy's fault. She can also correct you on stuff and be like, "That's what you think happened." Yeah, exactly. But the show is really fun because every—it's basically it's like late night talk show format, but every show is a different about a different feeling. So we've done sadness, we've done confidence. This month we're doing empathy, and it's just the whole show. So like the guests, the interviews, the stand-up, the music is all based on that theme. I love that. And we just dig into it because my whole thing is like, I am I just don't want to label myself any one. Because I thought, for a while, I thought I was depressed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm yeah. just sensitive and I have feelings sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think that shoulds. I know I'm like giving a sermon right now, but um, she I've literally talk- got in a soapbox. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge what? soapbox. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. It's weird. Right so, I'm that. saying for the listener, she literally got up on a soap, soapbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> so no, strange. But anyone who's listened knows shoulds. As far as relationships yeah. go, yeah, they don't work. They are no. the fucking yeah. killer yeah. of relationships. Shoulds, absolutely. We should be married. We should have kids. Yeah. No. We shouldn't be together. I should date you. No. I should be with someone like this. Yeah. No. no, that's I. I totally agree. I mean, I think. Yeah, I, I think it, it felt really like easy with John when we met. But I, but I do know a lot of I do know a lot of people who are like, well, I just they're they're like, I, I should feel this way because you guys felt that I have I have one friend specifically who's like you felt that with John I don't feel that with this person I'm like that's yeah. but you're different humans yeah. you're a different person than I am and, and he's a different person than John is and like what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you and you can't compare yourself to anything else or what you think you and again like it kind of goes back to that realization I had of like I should want to be on SNL I yeah. should want Second City and it was like no I, sh- I should be me and do what I yeah. need to do yeah. well you would know the answer to this or yeah. maybe not but that's ego, Where right? Where is the brain? No. <laughs> Nobody knows for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Where is the brain? Yeah. We think it's at the end of the penis. Yeah. But, uh, That's what I yeah. thought the whole time. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? That's ego, right? Like, the, the part of you that's ruled by... Sh- like, I should have this by now. But, like, mm-hmm. that's, like ego or thirst or whatever you want to call it. Whereas, <laughs> instead of, like, this feels nice... I'm going to go with it because it intuitively feels good. That, to me, is, like, spirit. Mm. But anything that is, like, I sh- Will, you and I should have kids by yeah. now. Like, to me, that's, like, about other people and image and well, fear. Is that brain and- science or is that psychoscience? Uh, no, no. Psychoscience. You psycho. I can never gone to therapy. He just called you psycho. Just so you know, <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for you to go to therapy. Anyhow, I yeah. Like, no, like, I, I think <laughs> ego, ego is very self-centered. Yeah. Like, in the, not, you know, in the sense of, like, thinking about yourself. And that certainly, like what you said, could fit with the, you know, I want this, I think I should have this, other people should give me this. It's a very kind mm-hmm. of self-oriented view. Like, that's, that's a lot of what ego, you know, is kind of about. It's not just about, like, saying, I'm the best. Or you know, uh, I'm the funniest, or something like that. Like you can have what I would consider to be ego in a negative way too, which is like, why isn't anybody giving me what I deserve? Or I'm not good enough. Or you know, why don't I get the opportunities for the shows or for the gigs or whatever? Like that's still ego driven because it's very self oriented. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's not necessarily self aggrandizing, but it it makes your worldview fixed on yourself rather than. Others or 
you know, your community or whatever you want to, you know, mm-hmm. other things that you could fixate on. So, yeah, like, I, I think, you know, you're, I think what you're saying is valid. Um, but, uh, but I think like with social media too, like the more you think about yourself, the worse you feel. And that, that's, that's another, um, mm-hmm. that's another like science thing. I can send you links a- after the yeah. podcast, but like, you know, uh, and this is why like, monks are happy, right? Because they're, yeah. you know, they're not thinking about what they should do or what they should get or, um, what they deserve. They're just thinking about being present. They're thinking about, um, you know, you mentioned meditation earlier. That's something that Katie and I are both into to, you know, we're not like super hardcore about it, but try to do it like somewhat regularly. And a lot do you of do it the, together. No, we'll, we'll we sort of, of. We kind of like keep each other accountable time. for it. Like we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it to make sure that we've each been doing it or yeah. if one of us seems stressed or worried about something, we'll be like, hey, maybe today's a good day to meditate. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to get you to meditate. Yeah. I, my meditation is different though because I'll, I'll do, you in, do it in like the shower or uh-huh. when I first wake up in bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, yeah, I just don't think. And sure. I'm like, yeah. that, I read a bunch of books. That is meditation. It's just yeah. a different yeah. type. Yeah. The, the thing that's helped us be consistent about it is the headspace app yeah we started using that and it's it's good for all the reasons that you know apps can be helpful where like it helps you track things it gives you reminders it Mm -hmm. gives you little badges and rewards and stuff and so like that's what what was i needed to kind of like get that push to do it regularly um and i have to say i've really enjoyed it uh but but it's all about like all the prompts all the messages and stuff in the app are all about like you know, kind of breaking down that egocentric, self-oriented mm-hmm. view, and learning how to just be present, not having those shoulds, not having those like, why don't I this? Why don't I that? It's more just kind of like, this is the way I am. This is the way things are, and being able to accept that yeah. and be present with that, and, and that, it's kind of amazing what a difference it makes in the way yeah. you feel. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what part of what drove John out of part of what drove John out of academia was mm-hmm. the ego. The ego oh, yeah. in academia was like just it was terrible and um i think john had that should for a long time because he had a lot of pressure from you know his father's a professor a science professor so you know there's a lot of Mm. shoulds there and and he broke free of that and i think when we we met we really connected over uh, both of us having kind of let go of that should you know i just kind of let go of saying like the only way i can make it is if i get snl or second city and he had just let go of 10 years of academia and said like this doesn't feel right to me I'm pushing myself towards a goal that doesn't suit me and that was one of those things I remember on that first date that or second date excuse me that that, the epic second date um, (laughs) where we were like both really connecting over following what feels right versus what you should do but letting go of the shoulds as as somebody who I mean I feel like the past 10 years have been letting go of should after should after should sure. like almost mm-hmm. like a detail like I mean the yeah. first thing well, I, so I, I was married before uh-huh. and very lovely person but I got married because I thought I should yeah I was right before I turned 30 and I was like well everyone else is doing this and it was not the reason to get married and obviously I'm not married anymore mm-hmm. and then after that it was like one thing after the other letting go of shoulds and like even just ever since we got to LA like I feel like some of my 
thoughts about what I want to be doing. Well, comedy definitely, I feel like it's should after should after oh, should yeah. that blows my mind. It's, and it's social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird you because other people succeeding. Yeah, and, well, because I'll like stuff, see yeah. another. For example, with stand up, right? Like I've done stand up for a very long time. I know my relationship with it. I know why I do it. I know my mission statement behind it, right? Sure. That's personal Ooh, to me. You're, you're like, this is, that's yeah. like talking dirty to John. Yeah. Saying, okay. Seriously, like John and mission statement? Like, but no, but I have a very, I, I know, Dirty words, yeah. I, when I'm meditating and when I'm yeah. quiet and when I'm in touch with myself, I know my purpose, mm-hmm. right? When I, every now and then, see, like, so-and-so's name on a poster, yep. I'm like, I should be headlining the blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then when I really step back and think about it, no, I shouldn't. It like, is that never, really what you really want to do? It's really not even yeah. anything I actually want. Absolutely. And it's, it's, but it's very painful. Yeah, Because absolutely. I think being driven by those, like, egotistical shoulds. Yeah. Um, there's, it's so mindless. It's like eating fast food. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. it doesn't make you like actually. And it's not even in and out. It's not even the good no, fast it's food. No, like, yeah. I mean, and when you, it's chicken fries. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah when exactly. You, and when you step Shout back and BK, admit. Yeah. <laughs> then it's like, because then when you actually start to admit to yourself what you your soul wants. Yeah. Now you're like responsible. Yeah. Now it's, it's like, scary. and then it's fu- yeah, it's like a responsibility. Yeah, it's we, fu- we've yeah. talked about that a yeah, lot. I mean, it's like it, you know, it, we we talk a lot about like internal versus external goals and what brings satisfaction and what actually you know makes you feel good about your work or your life mm-hmm. or you know relationships and things like that. And it's just so easy to get sucked into those external things and you know it's like whatever club you're talking about like maybe you've never even thought of that club before maybe you've never seen Uh it before yeah couldn't care less about it never thought about it in your life but as soon as somebody else you know is headlining there you're like oh i've got to do that yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. but no you don't even know about that and you were perfectly happy not knowing not knowing about it before yeah and i think a lot of what we've been working on uh in the past year or two has been about developing that muscle of being able to reorient yourself towards internal satisfaction mm-hmm. and like being able to be like aligned with here's what I actually want this is what really matters to me here's what I really care about and I'm going to try to really act in a way that's consistent with that even if there's other things and there always are other things outside that are pulling me that try to that want me to look away from that and mm-hmm. start pursuing other things <clears throat> It takes a lot of practice and discipline to kind of come back to, you know, what like that seems exciting because it's new and it's a novelty thing, but honestly, it's not really going to be what makes me happy. It's not what's going to allow me to take better care of my family or spend more quality time with Katie or, you know, like, is it better than taking a hike with our dog this weekend? Like, I really got to ask myself that. And usually it's not, you know? And so... He's talking about all the opportunities he's had had to cheat, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constant. There's been a lot of women. He's very tempted. One opportunity that I just talk about endlessly. Yeah, of course. I I never hear the end of it. I have a question. Almost did it. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so here's a question, yeah. and and I think you'll. Re- well, so I was saying earlier, like when I have a realization or when I discover, like, 
a new vitamin I like or a new kind of yeah. meditation. Like I get very promoting about it oh, because yeah. I want, and I and it actually has made me kind of understand like evangelical, you know, Christians because sure. they're yeah. just like, but I know the way to heaven. Like you know, like yeah. and I and but the, but the difference is I don't tell people they're gonna go to hell if they don't sure. take my Kundalini class. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So with Will, will start, they will, will, but, it won't help if yeah. they don't. Right. Exactly. I mean, so I'm really curious because you know you just said you you sort of keep each other accountable with meditation yeah. and you both do the app together. So I know with Will at times, and I apologize that I do this because I do get so excited about mm-hmm. self improvement or like dietary <laughs> things. I get a little like like I'm. We often I'll send him gifts of like he's like Pooh Bear. He's sort of like mm-hmm. slowly walking to the yeah. honey, and I'm like Tigger on the tail, yeah, just like yeah, being yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah. I'm really excited because I love him so much, yeah. and I want him to feel the like bliss and goodness that I feel. Yeah. However, I also want to not like force him to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. what's like, what yeah. would you say the balance for that is? Because when we first started dating, we were going to yoga together all the time, mm-hmm. and I think you really liked it. Yeah, I didn't have any. I didn't have a much of a much of things to do. Yeah. Also. But like I, was, I, I didn't but, have a job that I, you know, it was like, mm-hmm. my job was three days a week, and it was teaching, and it was like an sure. hour a day, mm-hmm. so I had <laughs> time to do shit like that, pretty, but, it's pretty but good. I yeah. very yeah. strongly yeah. that you have to make time for those things to keep your mental and physical well-being. Yeah. Yeah. But that's easier said than done, this too. Is, this is sounding very familiar. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. How it, I mean, so... Um, John and I are both workaholics. Like, John and I yeah. both really like to work, and we are really passionate about our work, and that's another thing that we, we really bonded over yeah. right away. I think we're the same. You know, yeah, and, like, I, you know, I've, I have the show, Teachers on TV Land, and John, <laughs> um, when he left academia, had this wonderful opportunity to kind of reinvent himself and figure out what he wants to do, um, but we can both get really into our thing, and I think I'm... A little better at setting aside the time to like go okay. and do yoga or work out. I did yoga teacher training in Chicago, and uh, when I got to LA, I had a hard time finding a place I liked because I was really snobby about it, and there were yeah. so many places. So instead, I started doing CrossFit and talk about like the gospel yeah. of you know, yeah. it's like vegans and CrossFitters won't shut the fuck up about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and so like I'm, you know, I find those things and I try to. I, and for me, I feel like I need to do those things to be to lose some of my anxiety and to to have some self care and, and find these things. And I am like, oh my god, I feel so great! It's this great community. I found this community. Don't you want a community? Like, don't you want to feel healthy? I feel stronger than I've ever felt. And like, you know, and I definitely, definitely get like that with him. And 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 John for a long time has had a hard time I think like pulling himself away from his work or allowing himself to have fun because he's. Because work is fun. Work is yeah. work is important, and like I think you really define yourself by your work in a way that a lot of people do. And you've been trying to, yeah. you know, and so it's, like there's a lot to there's, there's a, a lot, lot involved pack, in right? that. I so part of it is that I do get a certain amount of meaning in my life from my work. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. expressing. Um, you know, a lot of the work I do right now is not. I wouldn't call it like creative expression, but there is still a lot of like pride to be taken in it. And you know, I want to feel good about the work that I do because it's a reflection of my integrity and those kinds of things. Um, and I want to get a, a sense of fulfillment from the time I spend doing work because I spend a lot of time doing it. You know, I, I want. And a feel, lot of people don't. A lot uh, of people just work yeah. to yeah. work and then so, they go home and. 
get drunk. Yeah, so like, I, I want to feel good about it, and that often means putting more effort into it. But that's okay with me. So, you know, that's a trade-off I'm willing to make. But there's other, like, more practical factors involved in that, too, which have to do with previous life situation and money and supporting other people mm. and having to make extra money to help other people and so me being one of those people uh well before for a while while. yeah but uh but not really having the ability to have the space to do the fun things or to put the work aside because there was other people depending on me Mm -hmm. um so i didn't feel like i was able to give myself permission to turn it off as much as i should have i think to be a little bit happier to have a more balanced life And so it's hard to shed that. It's hard to let go of it and turn that off because now, um, you know, Katie's in a much better situation. And honestly, she's way more successful than I am financially and in in a lot of ways. Um, But and I'm proud as hell. Like I couldn't be more proud of her and everything that she's accomplished um, and and what she'll continue to do and what it means for us and our family. Like, it's just been amazing. and it's, you know, we're in a situation now where I could take a step back from work a little bit and be like, okay, it's not all riding on me. And if I don't work like 10 hours a day, it's all going to fall apart. You know, like I, I don't, we're not in that situation anymore, luckily. So this year we've talked about this too. Like I'm making very intentional steps yeah. to try to, to dial that back a little bit like he's going on runs now yeah. and you know and like yeah. it's hard it's it's like i'll be like oh he's running oh maybe you should also come to a spin class yeah. you like to bike yeah, and right. i yeah. get it i can see and like, it's like we'll a lot of basketball today because he's gonna yeah. start going to the basketball course Amazing. and it's, it's taking all yeah. my energy to not be like i can't wait to go play basketball i know and it's it's obviously from a good place. I know it's coming from a good place. And, like, you know, I did try CrossFit for a while. And it's hard. Yeah. I was starting a new business with a new commute and starting CrossFit all at the same time. And, honestly, I just wasn't able to do the CrossFit to a level that I felt comfortable with. Yeah. Like, I went to the classes and I really struggled. And there were a couple times where I got dizzy and, like, you know, was going to pass out. And so I was like... I'm not ready for this, you yeah. know? And so, like, I try to do it, and there were times that I enjoyed it, and there are other times when it just made me feel like I was in over my head. So I stopped doing CrossFit, but I kept mm-hmm. running on my own, and now that is something that makes me feel good. But it yeah. took, like, a year mm-hmm. uh, to get to the point where the treadmill wasn't anxiety trigger, and it was more like, oh, I can do this in 30 or 40 minutes, and it's not going to, like, lay me out for the rest of the day, yeah. you know? And it, But it took a while to build up to it. Well, I think that's the trick to what I've learned is it's not... Not to be like, you have to do this exactly the way I do it to whatever. Like, again, I'm going to go back to the basketball thing. Like, I've just been saying to Will, like, hey, a great stress reliever is exercise. And I love bar method. Will's not going to go to bar method. A lot of dudes aren't going to go to bar method. I don't don't (laughs) say that. But I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, but you love basketball. So this that's awesome. You know, I think it, I'm excited to both have 
physical passions that we right. do separately mm-hmm. because right. it'll put us both in the same, you know, endorphin raising, yeah. physically healthy headspace, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be the exact same thing. Right. So like that's I didn't realize that you sort of have your own meditations. St- like that's awesome. Yeah. So it's like again, it's not like it truly doesn't come from like a controlling place. No. Yeah. It's just like. I see you getting stressed out about X or I see you struggling with Y. Here's something that works for me. And you don't want to like put a gun to their head and make them do it. But it's like, cause you care. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. I, I, I hope that when I, you know, preach my health, food or, no. or or exercise regimes that I'm into. I hope that doesn't come off as I I, I try not to pick. I'm sh- I know I do. I do. I know I nitpick about certain things, but that it's hard. It's a balance because I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to make you feel like I am disappointed or don't think you're doing good. It's it's all out of 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 love and and I know, and, and I think a lot of it is like I try to have the right frame of mind when I hear her. Say same, those those say those yeah. things yeah. because I know like you know some of those things I think I might do someday and some mm-hmm. of those things I'm probably not going to do someday just like things I talked to you about mm-hmm. um, but I can see a difference in her like since she started doing CrossFit especially um, community involvement and friendships that she's made through that and just the way that you feel and physical strength and stuff has, has all really improved. And so I see that it's doing a lot of good for her. And so that's what makes me really happy at, in terms of like the partnership aspect of wanting to have a healthy, strong partner. You know, I don't mm-hmm. mind if she tells me all about it. I'll ask about her exercise. I'll ask about like what the routine was that day because I know how good it makes her feel and I know it's such a positive thing for her. So you know when she's evangelizing like that like i don't necessarily feel that it's um you know it's not about me it's yeah. it's about her sharing something that makes her feel good so i, I try to look at it that way yeah um, and i have started to eat some more vegetables um a lot i've more. tried to add so. some into mine as well yeah but yeah it's, it's hard. It's well, hard. What's so funny is you just did... Can we talk about your juice fest? Oh, I did oh, a juice cleanse for three days. Yeah. It was hard. Uh, it's so that. hard to do. Well, it's so funny because I was just like, I, I'm pretty... Pretty conscious eater. I mean, uh-huh. I'm not, yeah. perf, you know, but I will be like, hey, we should start to try to like maybe have one of our meals a day not have meat in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like a balance. It's yeah. all about balance. Yeah. You know, like we just had fried food late last night. Let's not sure. do it again, right? So and I've I been figured like, out how. It's just <laughs> juice cleanse. And then, yeah, a, like, like, then the I've veggie burger is like, amazing. Oh my yeah. God, so yeah. good. Yeah. Are you ordering food right now? Yeah, I have to. Good for you. What are you ordering? Mixed dough tacos. Oh, they're great. They're Wait, great. Yeah. Are they? Can you order me something? What yeah, are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying, trying to do it. I'm trying to do it. Very no, I love your show. I love show's it. At eight. Uh, oh shit! What time is it? Seven twenty. Oh, oh god. Oh, oh my my. You have a show. Yeah. You have yeah, to go. Yeah. Oh, it's right next door. Oh, okay. oh don't say where it is because yeah, I'm going. Okay. Okay. All the stalkers. All those guys. I don't keep it. That's that's amazing. We don't want to keep you from that. Yeah. I was gonna say what's so funny though about the the juice cleanse is that I've been like. You know, in in a trying to in a kind way, being like, "Hey, yeah. we should." And then it's so funny because he totally ignored everything I said. Yeah. Really, you know, it's just like get off my case. And then he comes home one day with these juices, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What's going on?" He goes, "Ah, oh, everyone at work's doing a juice cleanse." And I was like, "Wait, I'm so sorry. Last week you were eating like 
potatoes at every meal yeah. and now you're going the extreme I'm like there's a middle ground oh, yeah. like, I know. you don't have yeah. to yeah. I will say the, your food you need juice, solids the juice cleanse taught me middle ground because I don't, I, you, I don't know you eat so much and then you do a juice cleanse you're like oh Right. I guess I didn't need all I those meals. I didn't need meals. all that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So now you feel like there's a middle. Food. Yeah, now yeah. it's like a middle ground where it's you're, like... Yeah, you're establishing the boundaries. Yeah, yeah. 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 I needed the extreme to be like... Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would also God, do Thai so food hungry. with you if you wanted to before your show. Thai mm-hmm. food. Maybe. We'll see. This is not related to the anyway, podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, so I guess I'll that. So we end every show asking... Wait, wait. When did you get married? Oh, yeah. September 19th, 2014. Okay. In Chicago. So, in Chicago. Two years, years after, right? Two years after you started dating? Yeah, we dated yeah. for a year, engaged yeah. for a yeah. year. We did nice. pretty quick. Now, what made you... Yeah. God, I don't know how to ask this That's quickly. Okay. No, no, so, you know, because yeah. What made you decide to get married? Um, I think we just... Like, we felt like we should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, isn't I think, that what everyone does? Isn't that yeah, what we're yeah, supposed yeah, to do? Of course. Um, you know, I think it was something that we both wanted um, mm-hmm. in our life, and like we said, we kind of knew right away that the, yeah. these were the pe- this was the person that I, I wanted to spend my life with, and he felt the same about me, and. Um, and yeah, it just, uh, I, there probably is some should in there, but I, I knew I wanted to, just from like society and parents and whatever, but <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted, I knew I wanted to spend my life with you, and so so yeah. we, we did get married, and then, oh, they're uh, hands. yeah, we're holding hands now, <laughs> um, yeah, and, so, and so, so we did, yeah, yeah, and we just yeah, got I, I don't know that there was a... I mean, it, it felt just like a natural next step, I yeah. think. Yeah. And uh, yeah. there's also some element of, like, wanting to lock it down. Nice. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I felt like it was, yeah, I, I wanted to. And we so. want kids. Uh, yeah. yeah. We both want kids. And so I think there's also a level of, like, um, I don't know, like, yeah, security. Some, some stability and, and security. Or just, just to know that you're on the same page. Um, especially, also health insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't hurt yeah uh, yeah like you know we were going through a lot of big life yeah. stuff at that point like we had already moved to la but we had we had uh planned to get married in chicago and had made about half of the plans before we moved the move was we also very, moved very quickly. quickly we packed everything up in two because weeks because of the show and the deal and nice. everything yeah. So, yeah so it had been really fast so katie had to go back four or five times to Chicago and to Detroit to finish all the like wedding planning. a bridal planning. shower and a bachelor oh party that's planned and all that. And so, we went back yeah. for the wedding and it was amazing. It was really a really wonderful night. Such yeah. a great, uh, wonderful time. I, it was like, a, just I couldn't have imagined a better wedding. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like I, I think we wanted a little bit of that stability and just to know like we're in this together no matter what. Yeah. Uh, even though a lot of other things in our life are changing and who knows what could happen. I mean, it's we move across the country for a pilot. A, a, a pilot pilot for a TV show based yeah, on a YouTube just series. A yeah, like, you know, yeah. this is far from a sure thing and it's worked out incredibly oh, but so you're yeah. a YouTube yeah, star. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I'd like I to say that Nets, yeah. we yeah. were um I love your makeup tutorials. Oh thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have an ASMR collection yeah, coming yeah. out this your, fall. Your ASMR video. Uh, no, no Anyone move here just to move here, or is everyone Mm-mm. rushed? 
Like, you got to be there next week. I think it's always like, oh, God, I got to move to L.A. It seems like that. Everybody's like, I moved to L.A. because I had no choice. And then yeah. I guess I'm just here. Yeah. 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 I think that's the thing. <laughs> it's hard to leave because you're like, wait, I get to sit well, in this hammock? Well, then the minute you're here, it's like <laughs> yeah. everybody's like, oh, you're here now. All right, here, I have this yep. for you. I have this for you. It's yeah. like, oh, shit. Um... Well, we end every yes. show. Oh, yeah. I just don't yeah, know yeah. why to space out. No, we just um, want to talk forever. Um, yeah. I know, we really could. Uh, we end every show is asking our guests if there's just sort of one thing that you would want anyone listening to know, whether they're in a marriage, single, going through a breakup, whatever, your sort of nugget of wisdom. Relationships mm. specifically, or just any wisdom? I think yeah. relationships. Relationships specific, yeah, but now I'm very curious about whatever. anything. Whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever you want to say. Because it probably will relate to relationships. Sure, sure, sure. Well, yeah. uh, here's here's what I'll say, and we touched on it a little bit before. The I think the reason that we connected as strongly and as quickly as we did was because we were both in a place where we were feeling very authentic about who we were and what we wanted out of life. And we weren't trying to be something that we weren't. And so we met, I think, in a very honest place about that and we were both like that that's what made us feel like our values clicked right away and that's what made us feel within that second date to be like okay this this person is going to be my person and uh i think that that's that's what i would say like if you want to have a connection like that the only real way to get it is to have that sense of honesty and clarity about what really matters to you and who you really are, what you really care about and get rid of the shoulds about what you think mm-hmm. you might want to be and figure out what it is that you actually are and be okay mm. and be okay with it. Ugh. And then, then you can find that. <laughs> great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, I ditto, ditto to what Dr. John Sexton just said. Uh, <laughs> are you a doctor? He has a PhD. He can say doctor. He's the kind of doctor that doesn't actually do anything. I'm the one that's been trying to do Most doctors I know. I know. Totally. Not totally. It's you. What he said, but then, yeah, I think, I think the only other thing I would add to that I had in my head and then I lost it because I started talking about me being a doctor. Yeah. I'm uh, excited. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Sexton, that is it's like a very yeah. Yeah. It's a Skinamax, very Skinamax right. name. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, um, oh, I think like just that the idea of um, being being true partners is so important. Yeah. I, I said this in our vows and, it, and I really mean this, like I, leading up to meeting John, I never liked when people use the term partner. I thought it felt like really cold and and kind of like sterile and and like we're business partners or like you know it didn't feel um it didn't feel right for a relationship i was like no relationship should be warm and cuddly and snuggly if you will and um and with john it's just that it started to make sense to me like i feel like we're true partners i feel like Mm. we are each other's biggest fans like john i has tried a lot of different things with his business since we've met and i i just believe in him so much that i'm like do what you got to do we're in a position where you can do what you got to do and figure out what you love and what you want to do and I can support us in this way and he's done the same for me and I think like um, really believing in the other person and allowing them to take risks um, is like a true sign of partnership um, and just doing what you need to do so they can 
they can spread their wings and fly. Yeah, like we, yeah. We've definitely got each other's backs for sure. And I think like 100% would never doubt that. And it means different things at different times. Like when, when I'm having more stuff going on in my career and her stuff, you know, especially before teachers was less certain, I was able to take care of us more. And now that she's got her thing that's going really well, I'm able to take some more risks. And so just that, you know, we always know what the goal is and it's to have the best relationship, the best family, the, you mm-hmm. know, that, that's the, always the goal. Yeah. And so I think even if we do have a disagreement or something doesn't go right, or we have a bad day, if we can keep our eye on that idea that like the long-term big picture us is the most important thing that either of us have career aside, like, you know, all that stuff is not as important as what we're trying to build. That solves a lot of problems just like that. If you can remember that, a lot of problems just go away. Yeah. I love yeah. it. That's guys, awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks yeah. for having us. Thank yeah. you for doing That's it. A yeah, this is I great. could talk to you guys all night. This I is mean, great. We'll have Thai food. We'll bring the mics. Nice. We'll have Thai food. We'll have a part two. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's it. Or an off-camera part two. I don't know. <laughs> friends off the podcast. There's also... <laughs> we're not in the market for more. Yeah. We've got a lot of friends. Yeah. Also, I said off camera, there's no cameras. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, bye. Thank bye. you. Bye. Thank you so much. Watch Teachers. Good night, TV everybody. Land. TV Land. Hell yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like the show and want to hear more, please subscribe to us on iTunes. And please rate, review, and tell your friends. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast and like us on Facebook. Thank you. You already said thank you. Thanks again. Hey. Good night, everybody. stupid.